Hello, hello. Welcome back to Parents Have Special Needs 2. I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. All right, everybody. Today, I want to talk about how to get it all done. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so right now I am listening to a book called The Essentialist. And if you haven't listened to that, I recommend it. I'm probably about halfway through it and I already love it. Um, I love it so much. I will probably be doing other podcasts to follow up on what I'm learning in it because I feel like it's so applicable to my life situation and to other parents like me, to you. So yeah, here we go. Oh yeah. So it is by, so The Essentialist by Greg McEwen. I think that's how you say that. If you are interested to go look it up. All right. So Here's why I feel it is so applicable. And it's because the biggest concern that I hear about among our community is the overwhelm that is felt, followed by the exhaustion that is felt among being in this situation that you find yourself in. Now, the reason that I often feel like this overwhelm is the case is because of questions like this that I hear often. How do you do it all? How do I do it all? Going to the appointments, maintaining a regular home, going to work, having other kids, etc., etc. I'm sure that you have a list that you can make up just off the top of your head. But it's how do I get it all done? Just having normal life and all the normal things and then adding on top of it all the doctor's appointments. So, and then the secondary questions that follow are often, I am so exhausted from trying to do it all and I'm not getting enough sleep and I'm not getting it all done and I'm just exhausted. So how do I do it all? And here's the truth. You can't. You cannot do it all. You cannot have it all. And I know when I first came to this realization, it really, really sucked because I wanted to do it all and I wanted to have it all. And this is one of the main principles that is taught in the Essentialist book. And here is why it's awesome. Because doing it all is overwhelming, as I'm sure you've already experienced. And having it all sounds like a nice idea but we really actually don't want everything if you really, really get down to it. Once you learn all the things that are out there to have and to want, you realize that you don't actually want all of the things to do them all, to have them all. But you do know the thing that you want or a few things that you want, that you want to prioritize in your life. This truth of not having it all and not doing it all is so freeing, especially in a world that is overloaded with options and opportunities. And we're constantly being advertised to about those opportunities. And then we start getting FOMO because we're worried we're missing out on all those opportunities. And the truth is, is that you are. But the question isn't, are you missing out? The question is, why are you missing out? And are you doing it on purpose? That is where you start to get a handle on your overwhelm is when you are missing out intentionally and you're prioritizing intentionally. So the question you is not, how do I get it all done? The questions that you want to be asking yourself sound more like, what problem do I want to solve in my life right now? 
what is my priority? Recognize that I didn't say priorities. Now, if you cannot narrow it down to one, narrow it down to few. And I mean one or two, maybe three, but I really wouldn't go to three. Just two. And recognize that this isn't two forever for the rest of your life. It's just for this season. And you'll know when it's time to shift. When you've hit the point of whatever place you're trying to hit, you'll know when it's time to shift. So for now, just choose one, maybe two. Another good question in this same group of questions is what one thing do I need to focus on? And use your intuition here. What is the one thing you need to focus on? The two things you need to focus on. So once you've asked yourself these kinds of questions, you've actually developed for yourself a guide to filter your life through. Okay, and this is great because the overwhelm comes from having too many things to do and convincing ourselves that they are all absolutely essential. But they're not. I promise they're not. And I promise you will find your creativity if you're willing to let go of the idea that all of it is necessary and essential. Okay, but that's the price. You have to be willing to let go of that idea. So once you've answered the question of what's the priority, what's the one thing, what am I focusing on here, then you're ready to start making trade-offs. So you can examine your life and look at the things that are going on and ask the question, what is contributing to achieving this goal or this priority? What do I need to say no to What do I need to stop doing in order to achieve this goal, to prioritize this thing? Or what thing do I need to start doing? Or maybe what do I need to start giving up, right? Which is the same as saying no, but the idea also here is even the good things. Sometimes I think our brain likes to trick us into going, yeah, but... It's good, so you should keep it. The question isn't, is it good or is it not good? Do I like it or do I not like it? It's, is it moving me toward my goal? Is it moving me toward my priority? Is it helping me align with that one thing I'm focusing on right now for this season of my life? That's how you filter it, okay? So I want to give you a couple of examples from my life so that you can get an idea of what this might look like in everyday application. When I learned that my second son was having delayed issues and there was a possibility for autism and started exhibiting special needs, I knew in that moment in my heart I wanted to prioritize him and my daughter I was trying to do both with just my daughter with having special needs. Like, you know what? I think I can do this thing and help her and do this other thing, which was my master's program. But when I learned about my son, I knew that I wanted to prioritize both of them and help them, especially my son as he's in this this younger, younger developmental stage that I really wanted to put the heat on and get some help and make some differences and be extremely involved in his therapy. So I just asked the question, what am I going to prioritize here? Because I knew I could not do this therapy program I'm doing with my kids currently and continue my master's program because I would be 
spreading myself too thin, too many things. I would feel overwhelmed and I could not do it all. So I decided to quit my master's program because I, I had already decided, like I said earlier, that my priority was my kids at that moment, right? And I'm not saying this is the right decision for everyone, okay? This was the decision that I knew was right for me. You have to decide what's right for you. So in this moment when I knew that, I knew I needed to quit school, and I did. As I started to get into the program, other things that I needed to do, which was less time on social media, saying no to family that needed help, only because it would take me away from being available for my kids and doing this program for them. Putting my phone down during segments of the day because I lacked the discipline to stay away from it or to not get distracted by it when it's on my person. And I knew that that would mean I would miss phone calls, I would miss texts, I would miss notes, I would miss certain things. But saying no to that has decreased my overwhelm significantly. Another thing was saying no to extensive family vacations during the summer because I knew I wouldn't be able to figure out how to be on vacation for an extended period of time and continue doing this program as it's a time-intensive program. And we needed the tools that I had here at home in order to execute this program on a daily basis. So I, we said no to that. And luckily I had support from my family. So we found ways around that. We said yes to getting bikes as a family and having a bike trailer because that's something that worked for every person in our family. It's something we could do here at home. And so that worked for us and aligned with the priority of being able to have fun and connect as a family, as well as implementing this program during the summer. I've said no to cleaning my house during the day. Now I clean my house almost impulsively and as a way to escape Overwhelm, because <laughs> when I feel overwhelmed, I want to clean and get something done and feel like I'm checking stuff off my lift, my list. But I've intentionally said no to doing that during the day so that I could get the program done with my kids. Because what I realized is I would get overwhelmed when things weren't going well with the program and then I would start cleaning and then I'd come to the end of the day and I realized I didn't get everything done. I'm trying to crunch it all in. My kids are feeling upset. I'm feeling frustrated and it was not working. So I said, I'm going to allow the house to be a little more messy than I prefer so that I can get this done with my kids. And I can tell you that making the decision, even though the mess is there, making the decision and knowing why I'm making that trade-off helps manage the overwhelm because I don't feel like I have to get it done because I'm intentionally saying I am not doing this now and near the end of the day I'll go ahead and clean if I'm too tired I don't and during the day when if things are going smoothly I'll schedule in a 20 minute timer and clean that for that amount of time I'm also making a point to get sleep whether that's going to bed early or waking um, or sleeping in a little bit when I can, or taking a little bit of a nap during the day when it's available. But I'm prioritizing taking sleep when I can get it. And the trade-off is often a messy house. Sometimes I don't shower in the morning like I'd prefer. Sometimes I don't get that extra workout in, but I make up for it when I'm being energetic with my kids, doing this program. So I'm making a way that I can take care of myself for the purpose of having the energy and the health that I need to execute this program for my kids to be available to them. And that's been a really good motivator for me personally. 
I know something that my husband and I have done, a trade-off that we've made is not doing some of the things we would prefer to do in order to be available to be with our kids on the weekends when we can, to go and be together as a family, or to also spend one-on-one time with our neurotypical child so that he gets attention that he needs and that we get time to bond. Another thing that I do regularly to make sure that I'm up to snuff and available to implement this program is personal coaching. I get I have a personal coach who coaches me to help me keep a good mentality so I don't feel like giving up when it's hard because I definitely have felt that. And I know that falls under the self-care category, but for me, it's become a priority because it helps me implement this program, right? Which is the priority right now. It's what I'm putting a lot of my time and energy into. So making sure that I'm up to snuff, it helps the program so, so much. All right, guys, that's what I got for you today. I know that may have been a little bit tricky and misleading because I didn't actually answer the question, how do you get it all done? Because that is not the question to ask. Prioritize, simplify, figure out what your priority is and figure out what the trade-offs are you need to make in order to get that done. And I can promise the overwhelm goes away when you can see you're making progress on the thing that you prioritize, on the thing that is important, and the other things fall to the side. In the world that we currently live in, it's difficult to let go of some of the things. There are so, so many things, and I loved this part of the book. There are so many things that are not necessary, and there are very few things that are essential. And when you figure out what those few things are, You can let the many things go by the wayside. And this is included for me certain doctor's appointments because the hospitals and the doctors are always calling for follow-ups. But when I know we don't need that, I say no. Or I group them all together. I say no to a lot of doctor's appointments that I know aren't necessary. Now, for those of you with medical conditions, this is a different, it's a different thing. You'll know what's right for you and your child. But narrow it down to what's most essential in order for you to have a simplified life, get rid of distractions and focus in on what's really important and make sure you're taking care of yourself so you can be there to get that priority done and support you and your family and your child. And it is a way less overwhelming life. It starts to feel fun and enjoyable. All right, you guys have a great week. And I will see you back here next week. And until then, take care.